Coming up on HIGMT, Tesla evaluates initial front castings for the Model Y and confirms the structural battery pack using 4680 battery cells at Gigafactory Texas, containment holds for Model 3s and Model Ys at Fremont, and a Model S event planned for June 3rd. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of Indeterminate Length for Saturday, May 22nd, 2021, episode 43 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Tesla has been testing castings over at Gigafactory Texas, and what's different from previous rear castings for a Model Y is a new casting design for the front underbody. That's right, Tesla is already testing mega casts for both the front and rear portions of the Model Y, and each casting will be joined by a structural battery pack that will form the underside of the electric vehicle. So there's lots of articles and pictures of the front casting that have already been published online by tesserati.com, electric.co, and torquenews.com. So this is actually a pretty big deal. The front casting weighs in at around 286 pounds and is planned to simplify the overall production of the Model Y by reducing parts count while increasing structural rigidity. In addition to the front castings that are currently being evaluated at Gigafactory Texas, Elon Musk confirmed via Twitter that Model Ys from their Austin production facility will be using the 4680 battery cells over the 2170 battery cells that are currently being used at Fremont and at Gigafactory Shanghai. This basically mirrors the production expectations from Gigafactory Berlin, where Tesla will be utilizing the same three-piece cast underbody and a 4680 structural battery pack. Now this is really great news for me because of my expected schedule, uh, getting into the Tesla probably towards the fall of 2022. If I'm able to get into a Model Y, then there's probably no doubt that that particular Model Y will have this uh, structural battery pack. So it's gonna save uh, a lot of weight. I think there's a 10% weight reduction and a 12% uh, expected range boost uh, by having Tesla go to this uh, simplified um, battery pack design and with the two casts that are going to be used uh, one for the front and one for the rear underbody that's definitely going to simplify the uh, the construction or the production of the Model Y coming out of Gig Factory Texas so this uh, by the time I'm ready to actually put money into some sort of a Tesla hopefully it's a Model Y is kind of what I'm leaning towards uh, hopefully that they'll have their production kinks already worked out over at Gigafactory Texas so that I can uh, get something that is of the new design that they're proposing here. While we wait to see the refreshed Model S to be released to the general public, we're starting to see some more testing of what might be a Plaid or Plaid Plus variant with a retractable rear spoiler. Twitter user the Kilowatt spotted a Model S doing laps at Laguna Seca Speedway and it appears to be that a prototype was outfitted with a rear spoiler to possibly increase downforce over the rear tires. While retractable rear spoilers are really nothing new, I seem to remember a VW Turbo Beetle with the tiniest retractable rear spoiler a while back. Um, this spoiler may be standard hardware if Tesla comes through with a 0 to 60 times of under 2 seconds and a top speed of 200 miles per hour. YouTuber and drone operator Gabe Inacal recently flew over Tesla's Fremont production facility and noted that there appears to be a large number of refreshed Model S's being prepared for deliveries. Tesla also emailed potential Model S owners that deliveries would soon start and that Tesla would be contacting them in the near future with specifics on delivery dates. Elon Musk followed up this email in a tweet indicating that the refreshed Model S Plaid would have its very own delivery event on June 3rd and mentioned that the newest sedan would be the fastest production car ever with a 0-60 to 60 time of just under 2 seconds. 
With this news, Tesla has stopped taking reservations in the U.S. for the Model S Plaid Plus variant, has noted that this would be available sometime in mid-2022. Canadian reservations for the Model S Plaid Plus also have the same mid-2022 delivery schedule, but at least you can reserve one for just under $200,000. According to tartnews.com, Tesla might have a huge backlog of long-range and Plaid versions just to get through um, before they have a chance to tackle the Plaid Plus version. During last year's Battery Day event, Elon mentioned that the Plaid Plus Model S will be available at the end of 2021. So this news pushed the Plaid Plus uh, an additional six months past the initial availability date. The Tesla Cybertruck spent some more time at Gigafactory Texas, and thanks to social media posts from many of the construction workers, we're getting some really good pictures and video of Tesla's upcoming pickup truck. Of particular interest was a truck bed and integrated ramp built into the tailgate and adaptive air suspension on all four corners. Elon also tweeted in March that an update dedicated to the Cybertruck would be happening sometime in the second quarter of 2021, and Tesla has sent up some good news to future Cybertruck owners by emailing a number of individuals indicating that production would start in late 2021. Tesla's priority for Gigafactory Texas would be getting production lines set up for the Model Y and taking some of the pressure off Fremont, which is actually the only facility in North America that has the ability to produce a Model Y. Seems as though Tesla has a little bit of an issue on their hands, and when I say issue, I mean a huge mess of backlog Model 3s and Model Ys that are not quite ready for delivery. Anywhere between 10,000 and 20,000 vehicles are ready to be delivered, except that everything coming out of Fremont is in a state referred to as a containment hold. Now, a containment hold is a status for a vehicle that cannot be delivered for whatever reason, and according to electric.co, there seems to be a missing part that needs to be installed by delivery centers, and that vehicles are being shipped and stored at these delivery centers since Fremont does not have the space to store vehicles in containment hold. This would explain what I noticed this past week when I drove past the Ottawa showroom. Usually there's no vehicles on the lot, uh, but this past week the showroom was overflowing with parked Model 3s and Model Ys, which is very odd to see. So I wonder if the missing part has something to do with the global supply issue automakers are having with their uh, semiconductors or chips. Elon Musk recently visited Gigafactory Berlin and based on his comments after the project tour, he mentioned that the start of production plan for July of this year would be pushed further into 2021, specifically towards the end of 2021. Now, as one could appreciate, Elon mentioned that all the required elements to produce a Model Y will need to be in place. And without these needed pieces, anything produced at Gigafactory Berlin would only be partially completed while Tesla waits for the necessary hardware to become available. Elon also grumbled about the amount of bureaucracy tied to the Berlin project, and considering the speed of which Gigafactory Berlin has progressed, I would suspect that Elon and Tesla will be continuing to work with officials to expedite the needed approvals to, in order to get going with production. Now, that being said, it sounds to me that the lack of production in July has to do with more with logistics rather than governing rules for the area. Now we do have some good news for Gigafactory Berlin. Uh, it appears that Tesla has been given preliminary approval to install machines and complete production lines for the eventual final assembly of their vehicles. This preliminary approval includes such areas as trim, chassis marriage, final assembly, end of line inspection, glazing doors, and repairs. Elon mentioned this past week during his visit that production lines for the upcoming Model Y will be measured in microns and not in millimeters, and this is in reference to ensure that the Model Y will be the most accurate electric vehicle produced to date by any manufacturer. 
And while we're talking about Gigafactories, we might as well take a swing by Gigafactory Texas to see what has transpired over the last week. And thanks again to Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts for their JLE drone footage. Over 200 Model Y castings have been made and are currently being stored on site for further evaluation and production run testing. Exterior windows are being installed and structural steel construction is proceeding in the southwest corner of the Megapad area. Work is continuing around all areas of the Gigafactory, including the pouring of concrete floors and exterior wall cladding with precast concrete wall panels. Preparation for stormwater vaults located in the middle of the Gigafactory is progressing and GeoPier work and general leveling of the area is still continuing at the proposed battery cathode and lithium hydroxide processing facility. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 43. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below, or you can head on over to ts.la slash Matthew40942. And the only person to use that referral link is Chatty, so thanks again to Chatty for that. Hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag containment holds. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag H-I-G-M-T. And if you have any feedback for me, you can throw me an email at howigotmytesla at gmail.com. And I need to shout out my patrons who support me at the V3 supercharging level. So thanks again to my brother Nick for your continued support. You can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for How I Got My Tesla. And finally, I've set up a new Discord server for fans for the podcast, and I'll include a link to the server in the show notes below. It's a great resource to find progression on any given topic, such as my 2021 predictions, financing and leasing, or even news regarding the anticipated Kikafactory Michigan. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. Ooh.